0: Hi everyone, it's Jojo from Jojo's Journey. It's May 31st today, Sunday morning, and I'm reflecting on how it's been almost half a year into the new year, or 2020 if you will, and how a lot of things have happened and how a lot of things feel unchanged. What I'm referring to is the recent events, the recent topical climate of what's been going on with an incidence or an accumulation of incidences in which there has been needing a course of change or a course of reflection or evaluation on the way certain policing procedures have been and have been in some cases institutionalized and practice still and i'm making a reference to the incidents which george floyd in which a man was under arrest was pronounced dead at the scene so there are a lot of been there have been a lot of reactions emotions and call for need for change and understandably so this is very reminiscent Of something that happened in 92 in terms of the Rodney uh, Rodney King riots. And the reaction is reminiscent of that. But I feel like it's taken a whole new level as well. And so that's going to be my topic for today. And it's, it's something I hesitated to do because I just didn't know how to verbalize or to kind of process what's been going on in the past 24 hours and I was going to comment comment on it yesterday night when as all these events were unfolding but I used one of my things topics that I discussed in terms of compartmentalizing which is the last um podcast. And I use sleep to kind of give me a hopefully a renewed sense of insight, as well as a better way to approach this. So it leads to my next topic for today, which is reaction and how we react. Understandably so, with the increased incidences of the way certain police police or uh, I don't even know how to say it. certain police or certain um, departments have been reacting to how they police has gotten so insane to the point where it's endangering people and the reaction to it or the emotions that are coming from an incident in which a a person was arrested was already under arrest and it claimed his life the way he was detained and the general reaction is that fair justice hasn't been performed yet. One out of the three has been charged only. And the message for most of the people that are reacting to this is they just want their justice. And it's very understandably so. It's become a point where it's been accepted. It's just been accepted and it's to the point where you elicit strong emotions in the beginning and it dies down on the cause of this needing to be changed. And so people have become more reactionary about how they want to bring the message home. And I think yesterday was a display of two different agendas. Two different messages and it was very as I saw it playing out on the TV as I saw it Unfolding, it became clear that it was two opposing messages that were being sent out there through the media. The first part of the broadcast that I was watching was about peace and justice. That justice needed to be served. And that was very poignant because it was for the cause of what had happened or what's been happening. And I was very hopeful watching the protests and the different leaders from the different communities within L.A. reaching out to their populations, telling them, this is our message and this is how we want to portray our message on a national level. What came after was defeating that message, in my opinion. I saw two different reactions, I saw two different actions. Played out on television. And it was disheartening. Because you saw how. The latter. Which is the more. Anarchist. Viewpoint. Contradicted. What the previous message was. Was for justice. And peace. Now I understand the anger and I understand the need for change I remember how living in LA the 92 riots were and it was again at that time as well justifiable in the anger of how justice was not served And it was another example of how the system had failed. But comparing those two, although it's reminiscent of that, it was a lot more intense. And seeing it elicited a lot of mixed emotions for me. And it leads me into the topic of Reaction and how we react to things. And it goes to the point of not so much how we react or the fact that we react, but what are we trying to portray or what are we trying to get across with that message of how we react. So, watching it on TV, watching it unfold, I saw the first part of the simulcast in which they were. Um, voicing their opinion. They were making a stand over what was considered institutionalized in the way uh, policing was practiced on some parts of the world or some parts of the U.S. and targeted more towards specific neighborhoods and specific people. And I, I felt honored to watch that, that We were using our amendment rights to voice our opinion and that we were not going to be penalized for that. And I was proud. I was proud to be an American. I was proud to, I am proud to be an American. I'm proud to be living in a country in which we can do that and not be prosecuted or um, have any type of punitive effects of it. what was I was unproud of was how certain people took that message, took that forum and used it for selfish gains. I was disheartened as an Angelino born and raised in Los Angeles County in, in Los Angeles proper to see, the neighborhoods of LA being vandalized, being targeted by certain members of the community. And I watched how there was a divide between protesters and the police, and how the divide was, or the the groups were getting pushed a little bit back by the police as they were um, increasing areas of non-protest uh, locations, and and the protesters were abiding, they were backing up, and it you know there were arrests here and there, but it wasn't to a grand scale that i was scared for the protesters life in that sense but as time unfolded the mayor had requested for a curfew and i saw how with time the crowds demeanor started to change and i started to see pockets of people going to different shops in north hollywood West Hollywood, um, and parts of poshier neighborhoods, Rodeo Drive, the Beverly Center, and the Grove, and I saw how people were using this forum, using this timing of having selfish gains. I saw people, because this was through a overhead simulcast through helicopters, and they would zoom in. I saw how people would target certain businesses that were to their liking. And using that timing and forum to vandalize these businesses that, by the way, they're small mom and pops places. And using that for selfish gains to get merchandise from their from their favorite stores. Or whatnot, And that to me. Was very unnerving. It was disarming to watch. To see how. Civil unrest. Became about. Anarchy and selfish gain. And I was looking at these. People from above. That had. Their weapons. And they had. Some form of um, gear with them so that they can easily carry out things. And I thought, oh my goodness, none of these people even have signs of protests in terms of, you know, the signs that they were holding up if they went to these protests or demonstrations. And it was all, it was watching crime unfold. I saw this group of people go into a nail salon, break down, mind you, this nail salon's already been closed for three months and it's only barely going to start to open up and then this happened. They broke into a nail salon, pulled out the ATM, couldn't open it, had a waiting pickup truck already at bay threw the machine into the truck and the truck drove away. And as the helicopter was trying to pan in on the license plate, realized the license plate was non-existent. It was already taken off. So to me, it was very calculated. It was already planned that this was going to happen. This wasn't something that was just People were angry and then they just took it to another level. It's more, this was very calculated from a group of individuals that had crime on their mind already. And it's sad. Because it deters from the message. It deters from the cause. And what's supposed to be the center of this was about George Floyd. And everybody since George Floyd that had fallen to the hands of policing, the message was deterred. It, it went against what was supposed to be the center point of all of this. And we are seeing through all parts of the world and within ourselves is we failed we failed in how we communicated this not we ourselves not in our hands but the message was got lost and it's hard to watch because i can see different parts of the nation i can see imagine different parts of the world seeing this as not as a cause or a demonstration or a protest or a need for change but it became about oh my god look at those people that are looting and today's topic is about how we react are we conscious in how we react to things When we react or how we react, are we keeping in mind the message that we want to convey out there? And it's hard because we're only in charge of our own emotions. We're only in charge of our own actions. But when we have people with different agendas, it ruins our message and it ruins how we react. But there's a certain thing that we have to keep in play and and that's the fact that We have to do our best not to educate ourselves, but also to those around us. And it's hard. It's hard because we're not able to reach out to everyone. And so it's funny because my topic is about how we react. But sometimes I feel like, especially now, I don't even know where to go from here and time's going to tell what's going to unfold with this it's it's sad that this may deter from our overall goal but all we can do is do our best and there's a certain mantra that I've used in the past and that's to be In difficult times, especially when it's right in front of you, we want to react. But maybe that reaction is not something that would sustain in how we feel. So, the first thing we want to do or try to incorporate, especially if it's tenseful and in your face, and you think about the reaction that you're going to elicit, is anger or something self-defeating. You want to be, at that point, non-reactive. And being non-reactive at that point doesn't mean you're ignoring the situation. It means you're allowing yourself the time and the space to formulate and better express the message that you want to come across. Because the way the message may come across can deter the fact that it's going to be heard or the attention that it needs will be garnered. So I am imploring for people out there to, of course, be socially aware of the topics and need for change because i i feel the same way too it's very hard to not have a visceral reaction to what you see and how things were done incorrectly but we have to be aware also not just as society but in our own individual emotions and how we portray or project those emotions Needs to be in a way that is responsible, not just for our own actions, but also the effects of those actions if they are deterring from what needs to be heard, what needs to be said. And be also mindful of the other victims of small businesses that have already been closed down, and they have to build up again, and now they have to face vandalism. Take a drive across Hollywood, or North Hollywood, and Fairfax District, and certain parts of Santa Ana, and see the destruction that it, some of this has caused not directly from the hands of the protesters but maybe or well, more than likely from the hands that had protesting not as a forefront of their agenda so if we want to be heard it's great that we're out there and I'm so happy to see those people that are pro- protesting in in peaceful manner peaceful but loud manner, and I'm hopeful that we continue to institute this change, that we reach out to our local legislators, that we reach out through either email or text, those in power, to garnish this uh, attention needed for, to institute this change. There's also other ways we can help. We can help by being out there. We can help by writing members of Congress, members of any type of representation for the city, state, national. But also let's not forget that we also can pray that we have peace on all fronts. We are still in the midst of a pandemic. We are still in the midst of a worldwide health crisis. Let's not forget that. So as much as we've suffered on an equal level with this pandemic, we're starting to see divisions within our own nation and it's hard it's hard to watch because there should not be divisions at this time even more so but there is and so we are a country built on opposing opinions and all of that but this is nothing to do with politics this has something to do with human rights and that there is no life greater than another life. So hopefully in time in near time things will change. And that's all we can do is be hopeful, look forward, learn from the past, and encourage those to be the better versions of themselves. Thank you all for listening to JoJo's Journey. I bid you all a safe time and a healthy time out there. And until I reach out to you again, take care of yourselves and one another. This is JoJo from JoJo's Journey.